Hello, my friends. Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday on June the 23rd, uh, wherever you are, uh, whenever you listen to this. Again, I wish you God's goodness, God's life, uh, God's presence um, right, right within and around you. Uh, know you are loved very, very much. Let's um, break open God's word together. As we have for the last three weeks, once again, we are going to work our way through the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, and here's a, a news flash: Today will be our last day for the Sermon on the Mount. Tomorrow's a feast day. We'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, but because of that, we on feast days, high feast days, we go away from the Gospel of the day, which would have been our normal finish of the Sermon on the Mount. And Friday... We start the 8th chapter, which that is beyond the sermon. The sermon is chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew's gospel. So uh, it is such a great teaching. Not that you need my permission, but anytime you've got scripture and you feel like opening that book up, oh, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7 are great ones just to go in and sit and chew on it because there's so much there. So uh, let's dive in, Matthew 7, verses 15 to 20. Let's finish up this wonderful teaching. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath are ravenous wolves. By their fruits you will know them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Just so, every good tree bears good fruit and a rotten tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So by their fruits, you will know them. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, this may not seem like good news, brothers and sisters, and of course we know that's what gospel means, right? But it is good news. It is good news because Jesus is reminding us the essence of what our walk needs to look like. You know, we, and you don't need me to remind you of this, but you know we live in a culture obsessed with celebrity, obsessed with how we look, right? And, and we live in a time where these celebrities, which are, you know, the, the royalty of the day, have their own PR people that walk with them. And, and these celebrities, you know, they walk between the raindrops, of course. And, uh, and if ever they have something to utter, these PR people go on Twitter or go on Instagram or go on Snapchat and do the work for them. That really, they're not the ones that are, are, are doing that. That they, you know, manage their Facebook accounts. They manage their public image to the rest of us. You know, it's not just celebrities. It's not just Hollywood glitterati. It is the, you know, our sports celebrities. It is our, our political celebrities. And we have many of those. I mean, people that, that constantly are being managed so that they look good, so that they can get what they want, be that fame, prestige, power, whatnot. 
You know, and we can look at that and say, ah, we're so different. Well, you know, maybe. Are we? Are we that different? Yeah, we don't have people around us doing our, our social media. Thanks be to Jesus. But we all like to be seen in a good light. And, and it's like um, Winston Churchill once said. He said, don't listen to what people say. And he said it more. He said, I. He said, I no longer listen to what people say. I watch what they do. That's good wisdom for us, isn't it? That's exactly what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, listen, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath are ravenous wolves. By their fruit, you will know them. You know, and, and we may want to believe uh, because our candidate got into the, the state house or the, the governorship or the presidency or, or you name it, whatever, it doesn't matter. And so we may just say, ah, they're saying the right things and I want to buy, and we, and we discount what they're doing. Or we may really want to love this, this uh, NBA player or this, this football player, this NFL player, or, or this baseball player, and, because they're incredible athletes. But in, in, in loving them and giving them our allegiance, we tend then not to, to look at the things that they, they're doing, that we just want to follow. Because you know what? They're incredible for this team of mine, and they're my favorite team. Or I love this movie that they did, or whatever it is. We have a tendency to make excuses. I think that's a human thing. And just to say, they're mine. I'm theirs. They have my allegiance. I'm in their corner. And I'm going to simply, I I want to buy that they're good. So I'm going to listen to what they say. But Jesus says, it's not about that. We know who they are by what comes out of them, right? We've just talked. uh, Gosh, I think most of chapter 7 Gosh, most of chapter 6, heck, we could probably say all of of the Sermon on the Mount. But truly, much of the the last two weeks we've talked about that inner part, that inner part. Go to your inner room. That's where just God and you know. Where you're that that vulnerable uh, peace, that, that vulnerable part of you, and you expose it to God. You allow yourself to be loved there. And God, who sees it and loves you there, invites that to be changed. And what happens then? Then the outer eventually changes, right? Um, Brothers and sisters, I think as human beings, we long to be a part of something bigger than we are. And I think that's good. You know, Augustine says there is a God-shaped hole inside each of us that only God can fill. And our hearts are restless, right, until they rest in him. Um, But we try to fill it up with other things that are lesser, these gods that are lesser. And I think part of that human construct is to be part of something. And and that is to be part of maybe just a family. But I think oftentimes it's part of something larger, whether that's a movement, whether that's a a faith, you know, our our Catholic faith, uh, whether that is a party, whether that is a political party or or what have you. Those are not bad things in themselves. Of course they are not. 
But brothers and sisters, we have to be honest with them too. When those entities um, are not living the gospel, oftentimes we can set aside uh, whatever morality or whatever we, you know, our sense of good and bad and give it over to whatever entity this is and just clamor and follow along. And our God says, but no, we have to be better than that, right? That, that there are false prophets that come to us dressed as sheep. We want to believe them, but no, don't listen to what they say. Don't listen to the PR firm that is going to put out good sound bites and make them sound fantastic. Watch what they do. Watch what they do. You know, I'm sure your parents were no different than mine. Um, but, uh, but how often did we hear that quote from, from our parents? Do as I say, not as I do. You know? Because what we do really shows what it is we believe. You know, Jesus, um, in, the, uh, in the gospel, says in different places, beware of the leaven of the, uh, of the Pharisees, the scribes and Pharisees, right? That idea of leaven, and I love that, because how, how many of us, uh, we know that what, what that is, is there's a batch of dough, and that leaven gets sown into it, and you have to knead that leaven into it, and it has to go into all parts of it. But slowly, 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 that leaven infects the whole batch of dough until it rises. And brothers and sisters, that is true also for whatever entities, whatever communities, whatever movements, whatever things that we give ourselves to. That leaven of that leader, of that prophet, be they false or true, will infect that movement, that ideal, that mission, they will infect how that business is run, how that church is run. All of that will affect, but it won't be quick. It takes time. It takes time to see. And we have to be patient, brothers and sisters, with the slow movement of God. Be patient with the slow movement of God within you and I, because we may look at our own acts and say, oh my gosh, I look like a false prophet. How come I do those things I do not want, like Paul says? You know? I, I know what I want to do, but I do those things I don't want to do. Um, if it's true of Paul, it's certainly going to be true of us. And, and just, my friends, remember the slow work of God within us. That leaven will take over, and it will grow within us until that whole batch, that whole part of us is infected. Invite, brothers and sisters, that infection of the gospel, that infection of the Spirit of God within us, so that our actions may show truly who we are, which is daughters and sons of a loving God, brothers and sisters of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It, it takes the work, not of a Wednesday in June, but the work of a, of a life, but it's the best work, right? It's the best work to invite that infection. But, but as we, we invite that slow work of God to happen with us, let's make sure we are wise as serpents and innocent as doves, as Jesus reminds us, 
to look out at those people. Let's make sure we are prudent with the allegiances we give uh, to, to whomever and however that, that is, and not necessarily listen to what they say or the image that they are presented with or that this movement is presented with or that this, uh, this faith is presented with or whatever. Let's watch what they do because that is going to show us much more. These works, brothers and sisters, of which Jesus invites us to, these good works, they do not save us. We know that. We know that. But they're an outward manifestation of what is happening within. And if we have learned anything from this Sermon on the Mount, and it is so great, it is that we change within. Yes, it is a slow work. Leaven takes a long time to infect a whole batch of dough. But we start within and it will eventually find its way without in how we give alms and how we pray and how we fast and a multitude of other things. It is true of others. But let us be prudent, wise followers of Jesus Christ as well. Let's turn down the sound. Let's turn off the sound bite. Let's leave Twitter alone. And let's watch what they do in order that we may know whom we can follow, what we can follow, when we can follow, uh, because we'll know by the fruits of their work. Let's pray. Again, we, we just trust our God. We trust we can bring whatever is going on within our heart, my friends, uh, to this God who knows what we need already. And let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thanks for breaking open God's word today. I wish you every joy uh, the rest of your Wednesday, and I look forward to us being back together tomorrow, breaking open God's word on this special feast day tomorrow together. God's peace.